Alright, I'm ready, sir. Okay. <laughs> Never a dull moment on the podcast, is there, Mike? You know? <laughs> you just don't know what you're going to get. But I'm sure it's not going to be high quality. <laughs> you're probably looking at this and saying the video camera is getting worse. Didn't Sh- Shane was like literally this close to 4K, and now he's shooting from a Motorola Razor. So... <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could easily just connect a wire to your camera and it'll, it'll come through crystal clear. That's all I do. But. I know. I know. I probably can. And I will at some point, but just not today. Let's, it's off season, man. You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm in off season mode. <laughs> I'm leaving all this in there. <laughs> That's okay. Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Falls on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, glad to be back once again. And this is, is one of my favorite episodes of the offseason, Shane. We do it every year, guessing the SEC on CBS Slate. So basically yeah. what we're saying is the best games week in and week out. You know, we've done this a couple of times. People have stolen the idea from us, including a, a previous employer. So we got to get this out earlier and earlier every year before they <laughs> can get their heads on it. But, uh, man, I just get fired up thinking about all these great games we're going to get. And I got to note, I mean, everybody knows by now, but just a, a little reminder – Everybody needs to be reminded from time to time, maybe even you, Cousin Shane, this is the final year of SEC on CBS. Final year of Gary, thank goodness. You don't have to remind me, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. So go ahead, absolutely. Let's see how they butcher this schedule this year. So, no, I'm, I'm messing with you. This is the final season, CBS final season of our boy Gary. He is being shipped out west. So uh yeah. enjoy it. Now have you heard like how are they playing on are they still gonna have like three thirty games you think in the future or oh yeah. Uh, oh, is yeah. is that kinda is it gonna be kind of the same you know setup, just different different network? It'll be very similar. They'll put the marquee games at the three thirty Eastern, two thirty central time slot. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of it, Shane, now and this is kind of their their thinking here. Uh, you know, it'll be ABC, ESPN, whatever you want to, however you want to break that down. But the SEC on those two stations, yeah, can essentially go from noon all the way to eight marquee game after marquee game after marquee game. You don't even have to change a channel. And I I think what they're going to try to do is just have like triple headers. Of Colossus oh, wow. footballs. So, I mean, one so, week we're, we're going to have, you know, always the, the nooner games, which we started to see. They're, they're becoming better and better. How many times last yeah. season did we say, my God, this this game kicking off at noon may be the best game. Maybe it's, you know, Georgia at Kentucky, and Kentucky's awesome. And then the yeah. 3.30 will be Texas and Oklahoma and it, with that great uh, uh, Texas State Fair. And then guess what we're getting at night, Shane? LSU, Alabama. That's what we're getting <laughs> under this new contract. So, yeah, but but the still, the, the 3.30 will be the marquee week of the game uh, or game of the week matchup. Yeah. And one other great thing. I don't know how many Texas and Oklahoma people we got listening just yet. I know we got a couple already coming over, Shane. Uh, They Part of the reason Big 12 sucks and being on Fox and all this, they make them play at noon because that's their big window. They have already said they're kicking off. They're moving Texas, Oklahoma to that 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 slot when they get into the SEC. So, yeah, they're already looking forward. Yeah. Who wants to wake up and play the best day of game of the, of the season uh, for those two rivals at, at 11 a.m.? Yeah, no, that, that's crazy to me. And, and I think this is going to be huge for the fandom. Uh, those guys haven't got to experience. The biggest games typically, like you said, are an 11 o'clock stage. And, 
And how many times we watch twelve o'clock game? We're like, shit. Well, I guess this will get us through till three thirty. But but like you said, they turned out to be great ones. And 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 now with ABC rolling back to back to back games, it's it's going to be intense. It's going to be awesome. And I think they're going to navigate. I honestly, because I question. If you think about it, there's there's been some weeks that you question why did they put this many games at this window slot? You know, when they've got full control, ABC, ESPN, I don't expect as many SEC games playing at the same time if it can be avoided, which I think is also going to be awesome uh, for our fans. Right, and one other thing that, uh, you know, I don't know that this has been mentioned a ton, Shane, but the reason we don't know you know, week three, week four, week five, when the kickoffs are right now because CBS gets first pick of all SEC games. So yeah. uh, the, the SEC, ESPN, they have to wait to see who's CBS going to take week three, who they got to take yeah. week four. And once that, once those decisions are made, which is made week to week, then the rest of the schedule gets unfolded now, with it all going under the same umbrella, Sankey has come out recently and said, hey, we're, we're going to be able to give you guys kickoffs for a good portion of the schedule in June, July. You know, so you yeah. could, you'll know week three, week four, week five, what time your game is, is going to be scheduled to play. And that'll just be something, uh, you know, because it's all controlled under the same roof. Again, yeah. I, th- I think that's a hell of an idea. Yeah, but I do – don't get me wrong. I do like the ability to flex. And, you know, some of these SEC games we watched later in the season last year, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at week one like, ah, that's that's probably going to be a noon game. You know, right. it's probably going to be a late night game or something like that. I, I, I hope that they do leave a little room so if they do have to flex some of these to prime time uh, that they can, you know. Right. Oh, no, certainly they, they will have that option. Which is, uh, I think, what they'll how they'll re- really do it, Shane, is just kind of be like, all right, these five scheduled mm-hmm. at noon, but they could be flexed, and yeah. vice versa. So, um, yeah, the, the the possibilities are endless, and you know, I, I referenced that triple header monster. I mean, one could be on ABC, one could be on ESPN. <laughs> I mean, this yeah. this is going to be wild because there's there, when especially when they go to nine conference games, there's going to yeah. be more conference games to pick from. Uh, th- this is going to be pretty wild, and uh, I can't wait for it. Right. Unfortunately, we got to wait another year. You know, <laughs> so, let's talk about Gary's run here, man. And it's his his. I'm sure they're going to have a couple of hop reels for him on his way out. But uh, you know, I give Gary a hard time. I, I, you know, he's he's got a tough job, and it is very tough to to be the guy that's responsible for that three thirty a color commentator, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you're just on the bad end and I've been on more bad ends of Gary and he just loves certain teams and, (laughs) and you can feel it oozing through the screen. So part of me is glad he's gone, but you know, there has been some Epic games that he's also commentated and you think back on those games and, and he was a part of it. Well, before we get to the list real quick, Shane, did, did you want me to play, the uh, the viral SEC song that's going around. Well, not really. I mean, I've heard it <laughs> enough. You know what I'm saying. Uh, my only concern, Mike, is uh, apparently I, I did a research. I, I found the whole song to this thing, and mm-hmm. and she is verified on Spotify. So I would just hate to put the song out there and then it it hits our YouTube channel. You know. Right. Right. Okay. So maybe we we'll just edit. We we'll just edit that out. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, people just, hate just, it anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, you could put this in there that uh, I'd listen to it. it. It is a song that does not really grow on you. I thought maybe if I listened to it a few times, mm-hmm. um, I respect her, you know what I'm saying? And But then you think of like Florida Georgia Line. I mean, it's not far off from there. So I, I guess if, if you're going to have a – it just doesn't need to be an SEC anthem, in my opinion, you know. But I commend her for trying, and, and uh, I'm sure she had a couple other good songs that were really good. This one just kind of missed for me. Yeah. When you say Roll Tide and Go Vols in the same line, it just – that's like an – you know, that does not go together. So no, no. <laughs> well, hey, maybe, we, we, maybe you leave it all out. I don't know. 
we do have one thing I did want to uh, reference here, Shane, because this guy is, is reputable. Ross Dellinger of Sports Illustrated. He's yeah. broken many, many stories, um, and and this is you know he's getting it from verified sources. I, I promise you. But um, apparently, the rules committee they're trying to shorten college football games. This is all of a sudden this is a hot topic. Uh, you know, there, there are people that think college football is too long. You give me a six-hour SEC game in it, and hell, I'll watch it. You know, I mean, I, probably yeah. the longest game of the year was Tennessee-Alabama. That was that was the damn game yeah. of the year. So I'm not one that thinks games need to be shortened, but they are apparently trying to shorten these, and they have a couple proposals. Some of them make complete sense. i just get to them here, Shane. No consecutive timeouts. So you can't just – you know, when you're trying to ice yeah. a kicker and three timeouts in a row. Yeah, I'm fine with that. They don't have that in the NFL. You can do it once. I get it. But three, come on. Yeah. At the end of the second quarter, excuse me, the first and third quarter, uh, you know, if there's a penalty at the very end of the first or third quarter, they have like an untimed down. Yeah. They're just saying, well, to hell with that. Because, that, I mean, how much time are we – we'll just transition that to the to the next quarters. We're, it, it, I'm not saying before halftime right. or anything like that. So yeah. that makes complete sense. But here's the two, Shane, that are, that are really catching some hell. In college football, it's unique, obviously. You gain a first down. They stop the clock to reset the chains. They're proposing we do not stop the clock to reset the chains after a first down. And I kind of get that. And I think mm. even, you know, some of these up-tempo teams that do go quick, you might think they'd be against that. I honestly think they might be in favor of that, Shane, because, uh, I mean, I mean, I don't think we're saving a ton of clock, and I don't think they're really running to save clock. They're, they're just playing tempo. They're keeping the defense on the field. And if you do run the clock, you, you potentially rest your defense a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So that makes some sense to me. I, I would not – cause a fit if if that came into play but here's the one that everyone's upset about and i think for good reason running the clock on incomplete passes oh no no this ain't soccer man (laughs) 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 no that's that's terrible you know i mean i don't understand i don't understand why all of a sudden it's important to shorten the game you know the game is longer because of shit we've implemented over the years. Mm-hmm. The instant replay for one that just keeps going. These these slow down, let's find out if it's a targeting penalty. If it's not right. clearly obvious, don't let's don't mess with it. I think officiating right. and commercial breaks, those that's the shit we need to cut out, man. Run mm-hmm. some commercials at the bottom if you got to, similar to soccer. I just I I don't think you should change college football. How many times have you watched a, a fourth quarter drive and those first downs are so crucial. And if you don't have it and the clock's just running, then just give up. I mean, what's the point? You got 40 seconds unless you're going to throw a couple Hail Marys. And, right. and obviously, if you miss a Hail Mary, it's going to keep running the clock. This, No, those last two, I, the first two, I, okay, I get that. And, and, in fact, I think that's a great idea. I mm-hmm. would do it not just to condense time just because I think it's a waste of time. Right. But the other two, no, I'm out, man. That now this isn't official or anything, right? This is just they're 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 tossing it around, right? This is, so this is uh, I believe the rules committee that you know they'll vote on it and they they always makes amendments during the the summer months. So this is just kind of what they're sitting here proposing, and, and certainly if they run the clock on incompletions, I mean I I think people would get so damn mad they'd have to immediately change it back. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean that's just that's not even football, you know. No, and, and I'm just I'm curious. What is like what? Why is all of a sudden the this the urgency? Are they going to try to squeeze more games in, or 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 is this because what I what I expect to happen, Mike? Even if they condense this game down, I still expect it to be a three hour block mm-hmm. and just more commercials that they can put into the thing. You know, <laughs> that's what it kind of feels like. I guarantee the game's probably not going to be shorter. You're probably going to spend the same time at the stadium, but taking this these little things out, I, I'm just I'm not a fan of it. That's what makes college football unique, Mike. Right. Uh, is is the uh, when you start messing, you, you already got me with overtime. You know, we're doing these <laughs> these dumb overtime rules, and and I get it, and they they claim that it's a health reason, but there's mm-hmm. nothing that there's no health going to benefit from a faster game. 
Yeah, and my final thought on this, Shay, you know what this feels like? This feels like people that don't love college football mm-hmm. trying to change it for, for, for God knows what reason. But I cannot think of, uh, you know, diehard fans here that at least a ton of them that are sitting here saying, my God, you know, these 12 Saturdays that we worship and we, yeah. and we wait all year for, they need to be shortened. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know anyone that, that really thinks that way. No, absolutely not. I'm. It's, this is. There's another thing I was kind of thinking of too when you were saying it. Like, I guess the knock, like fake injuries. You know, you want to shorten a game, attack that. You know, find these just similar to the NFL. They find the hell out if they find out it's a fake injury. Yeah. You know, that's what you got to do. And, and I think that's part of the game that can get condensed is is by these you know these long drawn out penalty or, or timeouts when mm-hmm. a player's on the field. Yeah. All right, Shane. Well, let's just get into it because, man, like I said, this is one of my favorite off-season shows that we do guessing. The SEC on CBS final time, we're going to be able to get to do this. And I realize you, fi- you get me all fired up. Now you want to talk about good stuff, Mike. <laughs> Just like my wife, you know, this gives me the bad news first, but then tells me I get to pick the restaurant we eat at tomorrow, you know? <laughs> so they, they all always, uh, I shouldn't say always, but typically they don't have a game the first or second week of the season. And I, I would imagine they're going to do that as well, but, Heck, we're just having fun here, Shane. So I'm still going to pick week one, week two, if uh, CBS had their pick of the litter here. And mm-hmm. week one, I hate to say it, Shane, but uh, week one, at least in the SEC, we're lacking some marquee games here. We, we do got the Sunday matchup, LSU-Florida State, potential top ten teams. Mm-hmm. That would be an obvious selection, but it's on a Sunday, so we, we can't pick that one, or at least I'm not for this exercise. So for me, kind of the game that I think CBS would select if they had their choice. What do you? What do you I'm curious. You want me to just say it, or would you want to guess real quick? Well, Mike, I, I've got what I think they'll pick and what they should pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what they will pick is the Florida Utah matchup. That was a game that was monumental at the at the start of the season last year. It's it, we got a quarterback that's coming back. You know they're gonna there's a campaign reel for Utah and uh, for for Heisman and, and and it kicks off with a CBS game in my opinion. So that's who I think they should pick. Now who I wish they would pick would be the Battle of the Carolinas. Man, Ooh. I just think why not this this these. Potentially are going to be two top twenty-five teams, I would imagine, and, and and these guys absolutely hate each other. I think about the last time they met; they're right down the street. I think this is a great, great game, but I think it's going to get overshadowed by that Utah matchup. Right? Yeah, you certainly can't go wrong. South Carolina, North Carolina, the, the history there, and all the hype with that Gamecocks after finishing strong. But you nailed it. I I'm going Florida at Utah. Utah's yeah. won back-to-back Pac-12 championships, I believe. Florida beat them last year, so little the revenge factor is going to be a much different Florida team this year, obviously. But you're hoping under Billy Napier you take that year two leap. So, again, I'm I'm trying to pick, like you said, what we actually think they would select. Yeah. I'm going Florida, Utah, that in that week one slot. Absolutely, and I bet he paints his his nails again. <laughs> You know, the and that's – no, wait, that was USC. Never mind. I knew it was one of them boys out there. <laughs> I'm sure Utah will have plenty of painted nails. If yeah, I had to get, yeah, yes, they're going to paint his ass. Uh, I, I think Florida is going to – I think this is going to be another one that that's going to put Florida back on the map. A lot of people thinking Anthony Richardson, he was, he was the only reason they won last year. Well – I think you're going to see a new energized Florida Gators, obviously going to be an underdog yet again, but they were last year, and look what happened. So I think this is big. This is going to be a big game for the SEC. I'm not trying to put any uh, any any uh, heat on it or anything. I just love the Carolina matchup. North-South, I mean, they don't meet as often as they should. Mm-hmm. Now how about week two, Shane? There is one that is obvious that just jumps yeah. off the page at you. And I don't even want to waste time because it's it's so clear as day. And pretty soon, Ole Miss and Tulane SEC repeat. Is that <laughs> is that what you're talking about? 
Well, hell, that, that's actually an underrated. No, game. just I'm messing with you. But yeah. no, it'd be a good game. Obviously, Texas yeah. at Alabama rematch of of last year. What a classic that was! Alabama pulled it out on the road, and a little preview of, of what's to come in the SEC. I mean, Fox may have gobbled that thing up. I don't know how that how that plays out. They may have had to trade this game just to get Texas out of the Big Twelve and back into the SEC. Yeah. I know Fox made a big deal about it last year, and, and the game lived up to the hype. But I just can't wait for that one. Um, is is there another one? I mean, uh, Texas well, A and M Miami could be a good one too, but I don't think it's brother, on this level. No, no doubt this is going to be the game. You know, it, it wouldn't surprise me if game day isn't already setting up down there. You know, because <laughs> they are going to make a multiple week event out of this. The, this is Texas moving into the SEC. We get to, we've we've seen little pieces of them coming over here and and taking a shot, but they are going to lean in hard on this. Nick Saban, this is this his final run. You know, there's going to be people talking. Uh, we talked about last year's revenge tour. Hell, this may be the revenge tour this season. So uh, I I think it's going to. There's no doubt in my mind they're going to pick that game. But there is I I, I know you're looking at the slate. There is a handful of other. Really, really good football games here, man. Uh, obviously, the Texas A and M Miami game it wasn't as as sexy last year, but I think I think things are different. I think we're going to have two teams that are better. Uh, and, and meeting down in Miami, a lot of pressure on Jimbo. How does he do? Um, I, I think that's going to be an awesome game. Uh, I touched briefly. I joked about Ole Miss Tulane, but Tulane's a really good team. Ole Miss is going to get a challenge there. Uh, but Hugh Freeze in action, and, and Cal's the other one that stands out to me. They're going to be over there in California. This is good for Hugh. You get a little bit of that California attention. Maybe he can uh, win some recruits while he's over there uh, in, in, in CA. So, I don't know. I just, I'm just i looking at the schedule, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm so excited. And if you remove Texas-Alabama, you can make an argument for either one of those other games. But there's just it, it's going to come down to the Longhorns and Crimson Tide for sure. Now, week three, Shay, this is when the actual I, SEC – before, before you get going, sorry, I, I'm uh, going to keep interrupting you all night, Mike. Um, what's the max number of CBS games? I'm, I'm trying to remember. There is a number, isn't there? Yeah, I think it's four, I think, is the number. Now, they they have cheated before, and it, it was, of course, Alabama. They were – I don't I don't remember yeah, why, yeah. but they were like, we gotta get them a fifth, maybe a sixth time. But I, I believe the number's four. Okay, I was just curious. <laughs> Gary's got a house in Tuscaloosa. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> and and of course they always have a doubleheader weekend, so we haven't oh, yeah. got to that yet, but it, yeah. we don't know when that'll be. So I, I'm gonna make a prediction for the weekend. I think that'll come out as well but uh week three september 17th this is when the actual sec on cbs will begin it i believe it's always the third week of the season Mm -hmm. and there's some good ones here shane i mean tennessee at florida that is always a popular pick if florida finds a way to win on the road at utah which would not be a stunner to us this is going to be in consideration tennessee will have to you know, do their part, beat Virginia in the opener to make this a yeah. marquee matchup. LSU at Mississippi State, that's not one that gets a lot of national attention, but it is always, always, Shane. This is a game early in the season where basically if Mississippi State's going to have a great year, they got to win this one. Yeah. If LSU, you know, surprise, hell, remember how high we were on Mississippi State they beat mm-hmm. LSU beat Mississippi State and all of a sudden we said well hell maybe LSU's got them a team. So this is always an early season kind of a crossroads type game. But CBS for whatever reason they don't respect schools like Mississippi State. They, this would be near the top of my list, but I think it is a no-brainer Shane and they almost always go get the defending national champions as much as they can. South Carolina at Georgia that's going to be your first SEC on CBS game of the season. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, when I think 330 and Tennessee and Florida are playing, that's obviously the first two teams that pop up in my mind. Mm -hmm. But it's the path. Does Florida beat Utah? I think if Florida beats Utah, I think you you can make a strong case that the Vols and, and the Gators belong at 330. Now, if they drop to Utah or Tennessee 
for some weird reason, drops to Virginia or just they're not undefeated at this matchup. I think you flex. I think you got to go South Carolina, Georgia. Uh, this is going to be a, an opportunity, as you said, to to kind of highlight the national champs. Uh, South Carolina should be in better shape at the start of this season as they were as they finished last season. So, could be a hell of a game, Mike and. and uh, it's going to be down there in Georgia, so they could have all kinds of festivities. They'll probably save the the trophy hanging, you know, uh, for for that day. So um, either way, I mean, I'm looking at the list again. That LSU Mississippi State looks fun. Kansas State Missouri, you know, BYU Arkansas. That was a, a, a an exciting game last year. I don't think it's going to be as close this season, but you know, Arkansas's got them a big game. So a lot of fun games this week. Now, how about the following week, Shane? Week four, September twenty fourth. It's pretty weird to see Arkansas LSU this early in the season. You know, mm-hmm. that could be a potential. It's a rivalry game. Always fun down there. Auburn. At Texas A&M, Hugh Freeze, Jimbo Fisher. I mean, storylines galore potentially in that matchup. If Auburn is sneaky good early in the season, I could certainly see that being the selection, Shane. But we're just kidding ourselves. (laughs) If it's anything other than Mr. Popcorn here, as long as Lane Kiffin is down there in Oxford and Nick Saban's at Alabama – I mean, this. I don't even know if you can call this a rivalry because Alabama's it, it's been so dominant. But Lane Kiffin versus Nick Saban is always highlighted, and it's typically it's a fun, fun game. It's got to be Ole Miss at Alabama, don't you think? I, I don't want to say got to be because that, like you said, that Arkansas LSU game very intriguing. Could be at night, Death Valley. I think you can make an argument uh, for them at a three thirty spot. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm kind of with you here. It seems like as long as Lane Kiffin and Nick Saban are coaching and they're playing each other, they're going to get the, you know, they're going to get the middle of the, of the day. So, um, I am curious because I'm looking at the schedule here and on Missouri it says to be determined. What do, what do you think? What does that mean? Is that, uh, maybe it's just the one I've got pulled up here. Uh, do you have Missouri got, uh, with a football game that week? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm they, not saying that's going to be a three thirty, but I am just curious who they're playing. Um, yeah, so they scheduled that. I don't know why it says that, but it is they're playing Memphis in St. Louis, which is oh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty weird. But uh, you know, away from home, but uh, home enough okay. to where they get some fans in there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that was a late add to the schedule. They they did some shenanigans where they. I think they had a weird road game and they they bought it out and they flexed mm-hmm. it with a home game so uh that maybe that messed up the schedule you're you're currently looking at there. Yeah. So I I'm, I'm giving a tie for the Ole Miss and the Arkansas but uh following up with that one I got I like that Auburn Texas A&M matchup uh depending on Auburn's situation uh, we potentially could have, you know, some undefeated teams here, and that would be awesome. So, yeah. uh, again, we're talking September 23rd into this thing, you know, and the conference <laughs> is already shaping up. <laughs> All right, how about week five, Shane? September 30th, a number of great conference games to pick from. LSU at Ole Miss, that was a hell of a game last season. If, if I recall, Ole Miss was undefeated, and LSU was trying to get into the – to the division race, and of course LSU won it, and that was kind of the beginning of Ole Miss' downfall. But uh, that could be a hell of a game. Florida at Kentucky. Normally, you'd say, "What the hell? Why is that on a on a list like this?" But that's been one of the best games in the East in recent Absolutely. years. So I, it would not stun me if it's Florida at Kentucky, particularly if if both those teams improve this season on the field like we think they could. Texas A&M, Arkansas, that's always fun down there. So mm-hmm. that's a wild game that's been selected in this slot at least once, if not twice, down there. But, um, again, maybe I'm turning into Gary here, Shane, but I'm going heavy on them Georgia Bulldogs. Rivalry game, Georgia yeah. at Auburn. Hugh Freeze has knocked off Nick Saban. He's even knocked off Kirby Smart. I think it was Kirby Smart's first year, though, so that's a little uh, asterisk there, perhaps. But, you know, can Auburn make us an interesting rivalry with Hugh Freeze, Kirby Smart? I would love to see it. 
Uh, I, I think this is a game that CBS would would gobble up Georgia at Auburn. Yeah, I think so too, Mike. Uh, obviously, I, I, they probably wish they didn't take it last year, but uh, <laughs> but you can't you can't really base it off last year. This is going to be two different programs, and uh, I, th- I I it's one of the oldest rivalries. So I give me give me Georgia, give me Auburn. Um, hell, that Arkansas Texas A and M game is going to be exciting. You know, may even come down to a field goal. And, and uh, of course, you know, near and dear to me, Mike, and I want to let all the Vol fans know, they may want to pencil this one in. September 30th, South Carolina coming to Knoxville. Um, you know, I, I'm not – I'm not saying anything bad about them Gamecocks because I love them all, right? I love I, I love every SEC team. But the way that they just gloated <laughs> after that game. They're still, you, that, they're still memeing. They're still memeing. Josh, well, Josh Heupel sad, you know? Yeah, they are not going to stop. And why should they? I wouldn't. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I think that's going to make for an exciting football game. May not get the 3.30 time, but, damn, it is going to be electric in Knoxville. Yeah, I recently did a a Gamecock show, Shane, and yeah. it was um, it was about forty five minutes long, and uh, it was a terrific interview. Keith Allsap, friend of the show, but it was about twenty five minutes on how South Carolina whooped Tennessee's ass, and I was, I mean, I just had to sit here and be like, you know, they didn't whoop my yeah. ass. I'm not on the team, but uh, yeah. yeah, that was. Isn't that it was, funny? <laughs> I mean, because I guarantee if you if you pull like. It's, if you pull South Carolina media somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, you pull them somewhere closer to Clemson, well, they're just going to talk about that Clemson game. You right. pull them closer with the Tennessee guy, they're just going to want to talk about Tennessee. <laughs> they talk about their hate with Kentucky. South Carolina <laughs> hates a lot of programs. And and I think that's what makes – that's what's – you know, say what you want about the West. The East, you know, has had some down years. But, man, we have scrapped. We have fought. The middle of that East – has been a battle it's always been georgia and then everybody else fighting for their damn lives and Mm -hmm. i think that's what's made the east a little bit more bitter than the west but uh i i'm I'm looking forward to it because again i'm looking at these games and i'm like dude september 30th is gonna gonna be rocking man (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a great one uh how about week six october 7th shane a number of good matchups. Again, Arkansas at Ole Miss. That's another one similar to LSU, Mississippi State. I don't for the life of me, I don't understand the uh the lack of, of national respect, but that is almost always a classic game. Come down to the final play a couple times, always entertaining. Sam Pittman, Lane Kiffin, sign me up for that any day of the week. I'd watch it. Yeah. Kentucky at Georgia. You know, Kentucky still has not beaten Georgia under Mark Stoops, but you know they keep giving them uh, tight, contested ball games. It's, it's annually one of the most physical games Georgia has to play. I know, mm-hmm. I know that's one that Kentucky fans always circle as uh, their big game of the year. So you could consider that one. We've used Georgia a couple times already, though. So I, I'm not going in that direction, Shane. Uh, again, I think this is another obvious one. Ever since the ranting and raving last season, the upset the year before. Alabama at Texas A&M, and yeah. it quickly, quickly turning into a big-time rivalry in the SEC. That's my pick for uh, week six. Yeah, and even last year, as bad as A&M was, this was a hell of a game, came down to the final, final few plays. So uh, I think this is a, an awesome and obvious pick for me. Um, Arkansas Ole Miss, like you said, is always fun. That Kentucky Georgia game is one I've always had circled, like you said. Uh, it, it, you, you say, what does Kentucky got to do to to win the East, make it to an SEC championship? And it seems like it always boils down to this game right here. They mm-hmm. fell short forever, and you know, is this the year that they take the step forward? So, uh, the closer we get to that date, that's what I was ta- telling you about the flex. It'd be nice, you know, if we get closer to this thing, Kentucky's looking at an undefeated season, maybe Georgia, then we flex them into the 330 spot. I could see something like that happening. Mm. How about uh, week seven, October 14th, Shane? Again, hell of a weekend. This is a this was a, a candidate for me for being the uh, the doubleheader week, but I, I didn't pull the trigger on this one. That's still to come. We got Florida, South Carolina. I know that was a little lopsided last year but hell it was lopsided the year before when south carolina 
beat the hell out of Florida. So we got us a nice little series there. Arkansas, Alabama, that's another mm-hmm. one in consideration uh, two years ago. And you might say, well, hell, they've, they've had a long streak against them. But Arkansas nearly won in Bryant-Denny two years ago. So yeah. can't rule that one out. Texas A&M at te- Tennessee, they don't get to play that often. I could certainly see this being a primetime, or not primetime, but nationally televised CBS matchup. But I'm going with one of my favorite games on the SEC calendar, Auburn at LSU, Hugh Freeze versus Brian Kelly, round one. I'm, I'm yeah. fascinated to see that matchup. Oh, I like that, Mike. And, and the only reason that I'm not nah, – I got to pick A&M Tennessee. <laughs> you know, even though we just saw them the week before with Alabama, you know, you, you may be catching them off a of victory – you know, they're sky high. Tennessee Vols, they, they, this is a team that we – hell, I think we've only played once. So, this is the second time we've played them, and, and it's going to well, be I think exciting. Twice, because it, twice. it was the COVID year at the tail end, and then the, the only one oh, that, yeah. that really stands out was that Alvin Kamara game yeah, down yeah, there yeah. in College State. It was a classic, but uh, A&M won that one at home. I don't talk about COVID year. You know, that don't count. <laughs> what was that? What was that nonsense? <laughs> Texas A&M won a trophy for that one, didn't they? <laughs> I, I think, I, I, again, I think it's going to be an awesome game. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm curious what A&M would do to keep up, you know, because Tennessee's going to be – they're going to do Tennessee football and they're going to score a lot of points. And that's something that Jimbo shied from last year. Now, he's not fully running the show down there. I just think that these two getting together is going to be an epic showdown. I think it's going to be an awesome matchup. Auburn-LSU, that one I could see happening. It really depends on what Auburn does. I think LSU would be, you know, it's primed and ready for uh, prime time. But uh, Auburn, you know, they've got to have – you know, they can't limp into this thing. They can't have a blowout with Georgia. And you know what I'm saying? They can't come in with two losses or, or potentially three because then I I can't put as good as LSU is. I can't have that game as my 330 spot. So, I mean, we're talking February, Mike. We're, you know, we got a long ways to go before these teams actually collide. But but from outside looking in, I think you're I think you hit the nail on the head. Just hoping that Auburn's is is competitive and ready to roll. I, I think you got yourselves a hell of a matchup. But if not, give me Tennessee, give me Texas A and M. Well, here I'm giving you one here, Shane. I think you'll finally be happy with this selection. Week eight, October twenty first. Ole Miss at Auburn is in consideration for me. I think this is going to become a series, very hotly contested. Lane Kiffin. Hugh Freeze, we're already seeing the bad blood between mm-hmm. those coaches, those fans. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, you think, uh, you know, Kentucky, South Carolina's a heated what? I mean, th- these coaches hate each other. <laughs> so that was certainly in contention. But for me, this is a, a no-brainer pick coming off last season's game. Tennessee yeah. at Alabama, third Saturday in October. I don't see any way this isn't the game picked by CBS. Well, Mike, all that stuff I just said about Texas A&M, Tennessee, just throw that out. It'll keep LSU Auburn <laughs> because you're right. Third Saturday in October, that's the game they're going to put up. It's a game that you and I got to smoke cigars after. It's going to be down there in Tuscaloosa. It's going to be loud. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I, it doesn't it even doesn't matter with records with these two teams right now. Uh, I think we're going to get some awesome football with them. It is a kind of a thin week. Uh, if you're looking at that as, as far as scheduling, I, Mississippi State, Arkansas is going to be a good game. Ole Miss, Auburn, uh, but don't sleep on uh, the Battle of Columbia's. You know, I, that's one of those matchups that that may not make SEC, uh, CBS, but but it, I I I wouldn't surprise me if the SEC network's not down there pregame because they know this is going to be an epic matchup as well. Yeah, no doubt. Well, week nine, October 28th, Shane, this is uh, the game that uh, every year CBS just announces it in the summer. Hey, this is going to be the game. So we don't really have to do much guessing on this one. It'll be Georgia, Florida, in Jacksonville. It's been the game for, for years and years and years. But having said that, there there are some interesting games here, Shane. Tennessee at Kentucky. 
Mm-hmm. That has developed into a nice little rivalry. South Carolina at A&M. They finally beat Texas A&M. So some revenge factor there. I think that could be a good game. And Mississippi State-Auburn is always a toss-up type game. So there are some really good games on this week, but I don't think there's any way they go against uh, history here. It's got to be Georgia versus Florida. Oh, man, old bourbon bet. I'm, I'm thinking about all that bourbon <laughs> I got in my counter there, yeah. So this that that's going to be good. I should bring that. I, when we do uh, SEC Media Days, I should bring those down there and we, we crack them open. So um, – <laughs> But I, I'm with you. It's Florida, Georgia. This is the game. This is the game we we've, we we want to be good again, man. We want yeah. this. We want this to be a bloodbath and come down to the final <laughs> possession. And and I hope that's what we get because if we do, this is one of the greatest rivalries that you'll ever see. So, um, yeah, I, I'm with them. Tennessee, Kentucky, obviously that's a good one. And South Carolina, Texas A&M, you know, it is a rivalry. Uh, there is a trophy involved. So. I just don't think that that's going to quite make a 3:30 matchup when uh, when you got the uh, world's largest cocktail party just down the street. Yep. All right. How about Week 10, November 4th, Shane? Again, a lot of good matchups here, and one team we barely hit on here, Missouri. You know, if they nail the quarterback, they yep. have more returning production than anybody. This could be a very, very sneaky good team. This could be the dark horse of the SEC. They're playing at Georgia. Mm-hmm. I, that's in my consideration. Would not stun me at all if this is the game. Remember, Missouri gave Georgia their toughest test, basically, uh, outside of maybe Ohio State all last season. So, interesting. Got to consider that one. Texas A&M at Ole Miss. Yeah. Lane Kiffin called uh, Jimbo, what was it, a clown right after the game. I mean, there's bad. <laughs> there's just bad blood all across the SEC. <laughs> that could be a fun, fun game. But – you know, this is kind of a no-brainer as well. LSU at Alabama, revenge factor, the two perceived best teams in the West. We'll see if that's actually how it plays out. It, that's, they were the best two last season. Uh, I don't see yeah. there's any way CBS goes against LSU at Alabama. No, I'm with you. And it's crazy that we keep going back to Bama, a team that didn't win the SEC championship the team that didn't win a national championship, but we just we know that we're going to get some good football when we watch them, and that's why they get the prime spot. But you know who was good last year and who did make the SEC championship? That was the LSU Tigers, and I think if we can get just another another sample of what we got to watch last year, I think we got us another epic showdown here. So yeah, give me give me the give me the Tigers and Bama here. All right, how about week 11, which will be on November 11th? Another busy weekend of SEC action. Alabama at Kentucky, that could be a sneaky good game, depending on how how much strides Kentucky takes this season. Mississippi State at Texas A&M. You know, I don't think people outside of uh, Mississippi State and A&M fans realize that uh, the Bulldogs have a winning record over Texas A&M, so it's not like this is a – not even a 50-50 game. This is one where Mississippi State is always competitive. That could be mm-hmm. a fun game. Ole Miss at Georgia. They don't get to play that often, but I, I'm dying to see Lane Kiffin offense, Kirby Smart defense. That could be one. But I'm going back to it. Uh, what has become one of the better rivalries in the SEC. And, again, when we, we change the schedule, Shane, we may lose this game. So I want to see it nationally televised, Florida – at LSU, two weeks of LSU action. Hopefully, they don't get blown out by Alabama. Otherwise, this may not be the pick here. But imagine if they beat Alabama. Oof, they'll, they'll be a hot, hot commodity here for CBS. Florida at LSU. What's your thoughts on that pick? Yeah, this is definitely one that can move around. I've, I've got it. I've got it down to two. I like. I like that Ole Miss Georgia matchup. I like the Florida. I love the LSU because I mean they just always play tight. It's just you look at the you look at these two and, and typically it comes down to one possession. And uh that's what you want. That's why we got them at that 330 spot cuz we want to be entertained and that's a game that usually does entertain us. Um the only thing like you said that concerns me is if if Florida's not here, if Florida doesn't show up, they drop some games coming up to this one, then I'm going to flex and I'm going to put old Miss 
and uh, Georgia in there because Lane Kiffin, Kirby Smart, that's a matchup you don't get to see too often. And uh, But this is two coaches that are going to play each other a lot. So I, I would love to get a dose of that as well. Now how about uh, week 12, Shane, November 18th? This is my pick for the doubleheader weekend. A lot of good matchups here, Shane, but two stand out. We've already touched on it. The hate. All of a sudden, from Kentucky and South Carolina, give me that matchup as the early one. Again, an underrated little rivalry here. Can't wait to see that game. And then the marquee one, of course, no surprise, could very well be the battle for the SEC East crown chain. Tennessee hosting Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, that may be the game of the year in the SEC. We'll have to see. But uh, what what are your thoughts on those two picks and and using this as the doubleheader weekend? Well, that would be good. Georgia can see what a loud stadium looks like, you know. (laughs) 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 Just can't – just calm down. Y'all kicked their ass this year. So, uh, no, I I think this is going to be – this is going to be a little bit of a slower weekend, obviously. Uh, we've got I, – I, it starts with Alabama, UT Chattanooga, and I'll never forget <laughs> uh, Nick Saban talking for 15 minutes about how great that coach was up there at UT. I don't even know if he's there. He may be, you know, doing <laughs> – he may be a like a cook or something now. He may not have been coaching anymore, but uh, but give me yeah, give me Georgia, give me Tennessee. I think that's going to be an awesome one. Um, but I'm not sleeping on Kentucky and South Carolina because again, like we talked earlier, these two teams absolutely hate each other. Mm-hmm. And through SEC media days and through some of these weeks and through fandom, you're going to notice the closer we get to that game, the louder that game becomes. So uh, that one's going to be an epic, epic uh, showdown. Um, another sleeper is uh, Florida and Mizzou um, mm-hmm. is another one that, you know, I think all the way back to the Dan Mullen days, you know, uh, this <laughs> this this is a team that, I, I don't know, could surprise us. And, and it this is a game that, let me put it this way, this is a game that can surprise you. You, you, you may have one team penciled in to win and then the other one blows them out. So um, I don't think it'll be a 330 game, but it's going to be a fun one to watch. And then the final weekend, Shane, rivalry weekend. I don't know why they do it. Every year they pretend like Missouri-Arkansas is not going to be played on Friday. But it's been, as long as I can remember, it's been played on Friday. (laughs) It's televised on CBS. So I anticipate that to continue being the case. So let's throw that in as the Friday game, the day after Thanksgiving. It's always a fun matchup. But I think it's something like 19 out of 20. Yeah. CBS has picked the Iron Bowl. And the fact that we got Hugh Freeze, <laughs> add that fire to the mix, hosting Alabama the in the Iron Bowl. I mean, I think that there many of these games could be picked for rivalry weekend yeah. CBS, but I don't see how you avoid Nick Saban, Hugh Freeze, considering their history, considering how great this rivalry is. That's the game for me. Yeah, and, and again on that that point, you got to remember um, Ole Miss and Mississippi State. They're going to play on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have Arkansas and, and Mizzou on Friday, like you said, even though it's not in there. So we got to kind of rule those out, and it leaves you with a, with a handful of teams. Now, I, I'm I'm very interested in the South Carolina Clemson, but they're not going to do that when they have an opportunity to highlight two SEC programs. Right. In the Iron Bowl, something that they've done, like you said, the last 20 years about Gary's last game. Don't tell me Nick Saban ain't going to be involved. <laughs> so that's that's going to be my final one, the Iron Bowl, uh, Auburn and Bama. But don't forget, uh, keep your eye also on um, Texas A&M, LSU. You know, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. a nice little rivalry. And if A&M exceeds expectations or, hell, just lives up to – their massive potential, and LSU is, is again an SEC contender. Mm-hmm. That's going to be one hell of a game too. So I'm I'm not completely overlooking it, but like you said, Gary, Gary ain't going to let him not call another Nick Saban game uh, on his final one. You know what? No. Hey, do you think they flex this one then? You, you think maybe they do Bama and Auburn, and then right after that go LSU. Uh, I could see something like that playing out. Uh, yeah. No, I love a, rivalry weekend. 
that's a great point. I mean, that, that could certainly be in consideration. And, hell, maybe that's a better doubleheader than the one I picked. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I'm going to go with. Okay. Because it is better. <laughs> I'm not always right, but when I am, I wallow in it. <laughs> well, buddy, it's uh, you know mid-February here, and we're – talking schedules for the upcoming season so you know that's how you know it's it's the yeah dead of the off season i don't even want to know how many days we are from college football from sec football uh because it i'll just get sad but uh, you got anything else before we hop <laughs> off the line well uh no i like i said looking at these schedules it's always exciting because you get pumped up you, you start imagining what it's going to look like you know yeah. we've got a long ways to go and that that so that idea is probably going to float around we don't, i don't even know who quarterback is some of these teams you know but uh, <laughs> i'm already predicting that it's going to be a tight ball game so that's that's what we love about sec and and these schedules um are just a part of it i mean you go each weekend and it's like okay yeah that's not the marquee game but this is going to be an awesome game you know and and there's a lot of that in there so no i'm i'm pumped up like you said it's february it's nine o'clock at night (laughs) we're talking schedules you know my wife's like what are you all even doing you know it's like (laughs) but uh but no brother i've i've had an absolute ball um i'm curious though on the one last thing before we leave though on that time because it really we started out the show you got me sideways um what what is the timeline of us finding out something like that is that going to be something that will be discussed when the coaches get together well i guess it can't this isn't this is an ncaa thing right this is uh not just an sec deal so when when do you think we'd have some clarity on these uh maybe these rule changes i believe um i believe it's in april or may it's one okay. of the so I, I think the way it works is these coaches, uh, you know, they get together and then they it's kind of a, a weird system, but they basically vote on this stuff and, mm-hmm. or, or make their um, it's called a recommendation. And then okay. I think all the coaches in major college football, they get to say yes or no, whether they agree or disagree. So even if the recommendation is, yeah, let's run the clock. <laughs> after yeah. punts and field goals and all this the, the rest of the the coaches still have to agree to it so if they get major blowback i, I would imagine they would vote it down uh but okay. we will certainly know by uh by june at the latest i mean though it'll be major news if they damn change our game on us you know i'd love to know who had this idea he's just sitting there eating breakfast and says you know, Mike does this too. You guys don't know this. He's always trying to speed me up, make this show quicker. Shane, you're rambling again. He'll snap. We'll edit it out. So I'm starting to ramble, Mike. We better get off here, all right, before we start changing the rules. <laughs> all right, sounds good, brother. I appreciate you as always. Appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Gary's farewell run. (laughs) Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the pirate, and the pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.